this is part two of what I decided will be a three-episode release of the interview with Ed Malone, clown guru, awesome teacher, comedian, performer, actor, etc. Uh, first two available for free, I'll release the third on my Patreon. Um, in this episode, we discuss cancel culture, Marianne Williamson, many things. I can't remember them all, but I liked them. Secure in who you are? Do you not know who you are? Are you faking who you are? Who are you? Who are I feel like the first few years of me doing comedy was like running around trying to figure out who I was. Uh-huh. And that, the, that, that could be fun though as well, the the, the journey. Right? I, I mean it could be, be painful as well, but whatever. Like, therapeutic. Um yes. but you keep running into things you don't like and you keep getting really hurt. Um I remember the first time someone really like hurt my feelings who was a guy in comedy. I was like, wow, these people are really narcissistic. They don't care about you. You think they do because they have all these insightful things to say and mm-hmm. want to spend time with you, but then they can really be mean to you. And then you tell your friends they were mean and your friends have something to gain from being friends with that person. And so they don't really stand up for you often. Right. I mean, uh, do, but it's hard to navigate. Like when someone does have more power, you, you can't, you shouldn't alienate them. But absolutely, if, but yeah. like, if they hurt your friend's feelings, like a lot. Yeah, it's, um, like, how it, do you uh, hold them accountable? Like, please just go talk to them about how it was mean what they did to me. Don't just be like silently, like, sorry that happened to you. Like, cause I gotten victim blamed a lot by men who hurt me. They've been like, Oh, Sarah, like if your love life shouldn't be this hard. Like, why do you keep running into these problems? And whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 like plenty of guys. And now I've actually cut those guys out of my life because Good. they lack empathy. Like, uh, for sure, I have a role to play in what I'm allowing into my life. And that's what I've learned is like, yes. just because I'm being treated unfairly, what it means is I need to be a little slower to trust. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, that's, that, that, that makes sense. And you got to do what's right for you. It's, I guess my, my, my kind of, uh, instinctual response to what you just said is like, I understand that, but I think it's kind of sad that we have to, um, be so cause I can, I, yeah, because I, I, I can also be like that where, but like, I, I want to, what I'm saying is I want to keep this kind of innocence and curiosity regarding trust and stuff. And, uh, it's, actually, it's been kind of radically vulnerable though. I'll tell you like all these people who've hurt me in yes. this world, I've always tried to, you know, after evicting them from my life, um, yeah. like reach out. I love, I, sorry, I love that movie you just did. It was, yeah, nice, very clown. <laughs> I, try, yeah. <laughs> I try to like create a friendship because it's like, clearly I care for this person and I get pleasure right. out of caring. And clearly yes. they care about me to some extent too, but maybe they just don't know what they're doing to me. So, right. so I have empathy for that mistake. And also when it comes to your professional life, why not like keep working with talented people? So yes. it just doesn't make sense to, um, for me, this is what I don't like about cancel culture is it doesn't really give us the opportunity to grow from pain. And I think that is a wonderful place to be in. Absolutely. Very mature attitude. And um, 
I hate to uh, I hate to bring this up. I mean, I, I shouldn't say hate, but like, I don't I don't believe in this question or this um, topic of conversation necessarily, even though it is a reality to some. Uh, mm. But like for you, um, even though I've never actually seen you live perform, you seem to have this wonderful kind of. Uh, you're not beating the audience over the head with the no. fact that you are you are a woman. You Sometimes know, uh, I had to. Okay. <laughs> because I feel like they forgot because I don't right. right I don't because I'm not only defined by that identity I'm defined by what I like what I wear what how I think where I right. go everything where I came from but, like, but 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 can I ask sorry who like for you, I'm getting very uh, guru-ish here again I, no apologies because some some viewers might roll their eyes and that's totally okay but I'm totally all in with a certain um as it were, lineage. Uh, who, who, who's defining you? Is always my question. You know what I mean? Me. You, yes, but, but um, the world also affects you because it treats you a certain way. So sure. I do have to get into very like feminine, angry uh, rants. I would say I learned recently that they're not masculine; they're feminine. Yes, indeed. I, I yes. It's not like when a guy gets angry. It's actually far more savage. And yes, yeah, yeah. And it sounds very different uh, than when I'm happy. Wow, wow. Yeah, I mean, I always deliver it with love, but I actually have to get angry sometimes is what I learned. I used to be very uncomfortable when I'd watch myself do stand up and see myself mm -hmm. angry. I'm like, who's that? Right. Because I'm like, the times I actually did stand up the best, I would say a year ago, I was like, who is that? Like when I'd watch the recording, I'm like, that's not how I see myself. But that's so interesting. But, um, <laughs> but my, I'm just wondering uh, regarding that, regarding your perform, like your live performance, are you, I mean, you know, you could be angry one second and probably switch it immediately, right? Like what I'm saying is like, is it based on how you're feeling on that particular day or are you contriving the anger for a performance? Right, so listen, I have a curious temperament, which is scary to me and others. Like I can go from laughing to crying to screaming. Great, oh, awesome. And, <laughs> and I can also be quiet, which I think is a wonderful skill. Um, which is one of the most powerful, most vulnerable, yeah. Yeah. Not easy. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, big shout out to, just, it just came to me. I'm, I'm not trying to uh, be anything other than truthful. This is not, silence is not violence at all. I know it depends on the context, but I just want people to know that. Yeah, um, violence is sometimes a sign of respect. I'll tell you when, you know, uh, the marches this summer were awesome. I was so happy they were going on. I was so happy people were learning and reading books and all this stuff and going out. Sure. Uh, but and there's I, a lot there's a lot more to learn you know but yeah we'll get to that i'm very yeah. sensitive to co-opting movements in general so well said well said I don't want to co-opt movements and as i was trying to grow my public profile as a performer i felt this like tear between am i is my silence violence because i have a platform i can leverage or is it respectful and so the way I actually just decided to deal with this was by sharing the thinking of my friends with those identities on those topics versus, you know, talking about what I thought or just blindly reposting. It just didn't make sense. Right, right. 
absolutely i still did have to deal with that 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 issue of like oh i do feel a responsibility but it's not but, but, right valuable, yeah. and it would be rude if i acted like it was you know absolutely very well said i concur with all of that and i yeah. think uh, um we're, we're in for some major changes in the you know I, i'm no expert on astrology but i'm slowly getting into it and i think we're uh we this are is, this is what a great time to be alive i mean I the world the world is about to change in the most positive way okay. i don't understand i don't understand the doom and gloom god bless that some people feel but like it's really going to change in a really great way i'm really happy to think that because i agree i mean there's actually everything to be excited for right now absolutely i don't know if you watch like marianne williamson I, I i haven't uh, much um do pray tell educate me i like her so much i think it was she was a really interesting mayoral candidate because you know nobody talks honestly enough about the role of appearances in um things they think they're talking honestly but i don't think they are i mean she yeah sure um is a really brilliant person actually and her message is correct mm -hmm. donald trump what, mm -hmm. go go ahead why don't you say what what what's her message because i i I, I have to hold my hands up and say i kind of um yeah, in, 2000 and, in 2016 i walked away and it was nothing to do with what happened in 2016. in early 2016 there was a very interesting moment in my life which made me to say all right, I'm leaving all this stuff. I was a very polit I was a very politically active younger man. But anyway, I'm interested in this woman. Well, politics and art are a really good um, combination because they can communicate in ways the other cannot. And um, sure. Marianne is talking about spreading love, and she criticized Trump for spreading hate and fear. Pretty, clear, pretty, pretty, pretty simple thesis, right? But what is it about Marianne that people don't like? What uh -huh. is it about Marianne? I'm more interested in what it is that people don't like about Marianne Williamson than what they don't like about Hillary. Because I, you can tell what they don't like about Hillary. Uh, she lied sure. all the time and uh, uh, she's yes, not a person. Uh, yes. That's it. That's it. There's a lot. There's a lot of nuances. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> People are sexist. That's true too. It's all. All of these things can be true. <laughs> Marianne is actually just a great, beautiful older woman who speaks uh -huh. like a hypnotist, and that's why people don't listen to her. That's it. Wow! Wow! It's so interesting because um, maybe I'm taking that on, on a kind of a slightly different angle, but I have noticed like this general. Uh, uh, amongst quote-unquote radicals, this general kind of roll my eyes hatred towards kind of quote-unquote spiritual types. Yep. Which yep. I think is very reactionary, actually. And it's fair. It's not like it doesn't come from a place that makes sense, right? Like sure, sure. There, there are some, there are some uh, charlatans, of course, in that world. Absolutely. Yeah, but, but not everyone. Come on, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. <laughs> well said. Yes, that's a very mature statement for, for you because uh, I don't hear a lot of young people I mean, using that expression. I, but, but, but Sarah, isn't everybody throwing the baby out with the bathwater right now, if I may interject? Yeah. I mean, with so many 
I think we're missing nuance uh, majorly. You're either pro-mask or anti-mask. You're right. either pro-vaccine or anti-vaccine. Right. But there's no dialogue. There's no right. fucking, right. like, you know, can we talk about the ridiculousness of, like, uh, Newsom in California going for dinner, uh, not wearing a mask, and then saying to people, wear your fucking mask while you're right. having dinner? Like, really? what the fuck? Like, oh, my God. You know, but see, if somebody heard me say this, right, I'd be called a right winger by some people, like, which is crazy. You know, behind, you know, there's in the past, those people, sorry, I'm like putting in my refrigerator right now. It's okay. Like, yeah, exactly what you're saying. There's no nuance. And it's like, we have all the technology in the world now. And, you know, as a person who's literally worked as an engineer for five years, I'm like, why do we have the best technology ever and like the least intelligent public discourse I can imagine? Right. That, uh, that's, that's a big historical question, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. What? Um, like, uh, well, the answer is capitalism, I think. Sure. Yeah. Um, run amok capitalism not all capitalism in my opinion is bad i think every ideology can be abused um and so that's to try to transcend ideology but then that's a contradiction so it is what it is you know um yeah i'm just like trying to sit somewhere in my apartment it's too bright by the window look at this problem i have this is amazing are you are you uh do you live alone may i ask you yeah. do? How fantastic is that? Oh my god. I knew I always wanted to, but I literally couldn't afford it. And then... Boom. <laughs> yes. The shit. You deserve it because you, you brought, a, obviously, a light into the world. Thank you. And, uh, That's nice of you. I listened, though, but I even feel happy for the people who left because they clearly didn't really want to be here. And so that's fine. There you go. And I also have a little bit of like, you didn't want to be here. You were raising the rent for me. I'm going to kill you kind of energy too. Because now sure. I got a rent stabilized apartment that I can live in for years. Wow. That's fantastic. Yeah. Endless. Endless joy. You can make, you're making art. You can make art. You can continue to make art in your own living room. Fantastic. Yeah. And now people don't even know what my goddamn bedroom looks like. Nobody knows where I live anymore. Nobody's going right. to like I for real have been like so stalked online and somewhat in person people don't even know because I don't talk about it because it's not nice oh, oh that's that's fucked up people yeah you see yeah that's oh no I I I I, I sincerely apologize on behalf of or I empathize it sucks that sucks I mean this is the aspect of being a woman obviously that uh I don't understand and I talking about the matriarchy being dominant or better and then they treat me like shit or like right you know exactly I don't but understand is... what they think is happening they're not even noticing themselves and that to me is the problem with technology right now is that it doesn't give you enough space which is what meditation can help with yeah it doesn't give you enough all... calm to just like be with yourself you know True, but all these guys who are just so, uh, and I'm not saying this is some kind of what you would call it, like mm -hmm. pure, super pure person, um, 
but like they're all like so uh, lower fucking chakra energy like you know fucking dick driven yeah but it's, 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 i mean i mean and there's more to it than that i i, I mean i don't want to oversimplify yeah. but it's just it's just really unfortunate because yeah. they can they can very skillfully masquerade as a sensitive yeah. radical all of them yeah. all of them do they all act so so nice to me until they get what they want right and then right. they change and like it's really funny how quick it can happen it's like people can really court you for years months whatever and then they get what they want from you which is like your availability to them sexually right. um, and they think okay here now my behavior can go to hell now behave now right. i don't have to be nice to her now i don't have to keep my promises now I don't even have to keep my word, honestly, because I've convinced her I'm a good enough guy and I said all the right things about the matriarchy and I told her she was such a trailblazer in tech and, you know, oh, you blow smoke up my ass, why don't you? For years, why not? Wow. So wow. I've learned actually now the power of like, what is women's sexual empowerment? Like, I'm very happy women are no longer ashamed of their bodies and sure, sure. ashamed of sex work, but... I, and I know that some women love doing both of those things. I'm so happy about that. But for me and my goals, which is to actually meet a nice guy, you know, and these guys are telling me I'm doing something wrong. And all I can say is, right, I'm hanging out with you. Fair play, as we say. <laughs> and yeah. it sounds really mean, right? It could sound savage, but it's... It's yeah. not. It's just being truthful and... Mm -hmm. which which will which will ultimately um just do the fortune teller thing for a second will ultimately lead to you meeting someone who is appropriate no doubt um if you haven't already which i don't know but like whatever um no. just saying yes <sighs> well you know you just have to take it slow and this is the thing with my masculine energy astrology here my sun is yes. Venus, and so is my venus okay a lot wow that's that means like i love to pursue in general mm -hmm. and so i'm learning yes. oh, put all that energy that energy target that energy into your creative pursuits and your work um so that you can build a, a stronger and stronger foundation for yourself and stop uh, even worrying at all about what a guy is doing to you because guys are just going to be how they're going to be you can't really change them yes um very, yeah, very true so, you know, I have to put my, also my, <laughs> my moon is in cancer, so I'm super sensitive and like nurturing. Yes. So to stop trying to like mother all these men who just want to sleep with me. Right, right. Because they're just looking for <laughs> mama anyway. They were, they yeah. are looking for mom, but they're not dads, so they can't have mom. Anymore. <laughs> That's what I think, so. <laughs> That's a great line. It is wow. like there's a reason like this daddy stereotype stuff is real. Right. Everyone sure. Their dad and like I I definitely I guess I was too because my dad is so nice. Um, wow, it's oh there's a book I recommend to your listeners onto you. It's called It Didn't Start With You by no. Mark Wolin. Uh, do you know this book? No. no. What is it about? Okay. It's about uh, uh, generational trauma, you know, and how we carry on the blah, blah, blah. But oh, this yeah. guy is very, pra it's very practical. It's like he gives you kind of exercises to do to kind of deal with it, basically, you know, yeah. in a really cool way. But anyway, um, 
that made me think of what you're saying. Maybe I, I have a question. If I can digress slightly, are you, have you done quote unquote normal traditional acting? No. Because like <laughs> again, I'm 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 doing the crystal ball thing. Like I can totally see you like doing a kind of a, a tragic comic role. I know. A role because you have that you have that sensitivity to be funny, I, but also I, I, very for sure need to write something this year. I have at least two or three ideas. Do you, have, do, do you write kind of like screenplays and stuff or what? what I don't because this is what I'm learning both with men and creative energy. You don't always need to act right away. Sure, <laughs> absolutely. Act right away. First of all, most people can't keep up with it. Second of all, sometimes you need to marinate on an idea and like let it build slowly with revision you yes. know, I've never been like that. I always did well in school, but I was always last minute. Um, it was never studying, and that's why I did bad at math, I think. Not because I was bad at math, but because I hated uh, studying. I know. I, yeah. Like, I, I mean, I made, uh, yeah, yeah, wow. I made an effort myself, but I was terrible. I, yeah, yes. Really? How were you in school? I was really bad, but I was really, I was, I was, um, Oh, we can get into this now. I was like fucking, as a child, I was like tremendously shy. Wow. And uh, so I was born with um, um, a pigeon chest, you know, a concaved chest. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I had a bowel obstruction when I was very yeah. young, which meant I couldn't take a shit, uh, wow. uh, which was, uh, and apparently the reasons for this was uh, I was just very, uh, I was afraid of the world. Frank, quite frankly, too too sensitive for. And there was a great, but there was a great um, little poem. I got a, I was bullied a bit as a kid, but there was a hilarious poem that the kids who were bullying me did to me. Even though my name is Malone, not Maloney. Right. The the little the little song was this. You're gonna love this. I hope your viewers will love this. This should go viral. Here mm. we go. Eddie Maloney, skinny and bony, made made out of plastic. Looks like a spastic. Oh wow! I love wow. that song. It's beautiful. It actually made me laugh, even though it that's made me cry too. Song. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the best things do both. I mean, I wrote a song recently too. It's the first song I ever wrote. I was like, "What the fuck?" I woke up with a song in my head. That's great. Did, <laughs> did you write it? Did you, so you wrote it down? Yes. Yeah, I recorded it. I've like been writing it. I'm gonna definitely collaborate on it with someone else and like release it eventually, but. Because it's a good song, you know, but it's a sad and real song too. You That's know? beautiful. Um, uh, sorry, sorry, I'm just looking at a book trying to find a quote because you were talking about desire earlier. Yeah. And uh, uh, I don't know if it's, I can find it now. But anyway, so then I, as I became a teenage boy or whatever, I was just terrible in school, mm -hmm. really bad, failing everything. But, you know, I wanted to please my mom. So yeah. I tried, I tried, but no matter how hard I tried, Me too. I was just fucking terrible. Um, and then, you know, I didn't like get into acting until I was 19, actually, because I was like, I was drinking a lot and uh, I didn't have much of a future. Yeah. And I'll never forget the day my mom walked into my bedroom and she wasn't angry or anything. I mean, at the time, my dad was like diagnosed with cancer. So it was like all drama happening everywhere. My mom just looked me in the eye and said, you know, Ed. Like, what do you want to do? And she did it with such a neutral, like, compassion, no anger. Just like, what do you want to do? Wow, and it was like, it shook me. Like, 
So I said, fuck it, uh, I'd like to try acting, you know, like, wow. obviously it's a precarious game, but, um, you know, I wouldn't be here today if uh, I wasn't told that I had something yeah, I know. when I took those classes. Which leads me on to the interesting thing. I love how we're, I'm, I'm doing a lot of kind of callbacks, as you say, in, say in the stand-up world, the kind of stuff we talked about earlier. When, when you're, you're talking about people being mean to you, but I know that wasn't necessarily regarding necessarily your performances, but no. it's, it's fascinating being a, a teacher of clown where I can have a persona where it, it can appear sometimes where I'm being a little rough and nasty with a student, but... I think it's always clear that I love them, but I'm trying to push them as far as I fucking can and, you know, provoke them into finding new ways. Of, and like, it's a game between me and the student where I want them to give shit back to me. You know, it's it's like the whole, the whole thing's a show. Yeah. Anyway. Go I feel like that's how my character is in that NFL fan therapy. I don't know if you saw any of those clips, but like, that's what Oh, that yes. Is. Yes, I did. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yes. That's like clown school. They're all clowns. I'm a clown. And the reason I get such catharsis from being a clown teacher is like, because I don't have to be a clown. I can just help them be crazy. Just being a straight man is like the best role ever. Oh, that's very true. Exactly. It, it absolutely is. It's like, yeah. instead of me being crazy, let's like let them be as crazy as possible. <laughs> right. I don't need to be crazy all the time. And I love to take care of people. So it's like, Oh, good, good, good. I told the guy who produces that show, Joff, anytime you need me to do that, please call me. Like, I just like, love doing it. And I never thought myself as an actor at all. I, I was like, and some people would tell me sometimes that I should act. And I also don't really like, so here's the thing with image and being a girl is like, sure, you want to be attractive, but you know you're more than that. Sure. And the world reduces you to that. So it's really hard to figure out how to do it in a way that makes you feel like you can go to bed at night, like happy. And um, especially in an age where like, it's like Yaz Queen to be naked online. And I, I, it's just not how I like to be personally. It's sure. not even about what I think is best for women or what is ever. Sure. I don't criticize anyone. It's just for me, it makes yeah. me feel bad. Sure bad and really vulnerable and so for a long time that led to me downplaying my appearance completely avoiding showing my face um not really wanting to be seen only wanting to be heard and i'll tell you that's why the podcast is great because i can do a little bit of both whenever i want yes yes yeah absolutely but like it, it and isn't isn't there also a basic point or there should be that like being seen doesn't have to mean uh hey look at me i'm half naked like you know uh it should be obviously being seen is right. the same thing or should be the same thing as being heard i'm yeah. being seen i'm you know right you, know. you can be seen and heard and experienced in whatever way like is soothing you at the time like to be frank i don't know if i want to do comedy my whole life i all sure. I'd love to be happy enough that I didn't have to do comedy. Like, I could do another art. Right. But, you know, you are what you are. I totally had that, too, where I was trying to entertain my mom constantly and cheer my mom up. Um, right, right. And when I was a child, my mom took me to, like, an antique store. 
and like advised me to pick out whatever painting I liked. I was like five or something. And I picked out this like impressionistic painting of three clowns that were sad. Wow, nice. And <laughs> Christmas, she gave me clown bookends. Wow. It's like, she actually is like prophetic and like magical. Um, it scares me. Yes, it's amazing. Yeah. That's beautiful. Wow. But, but like, I, I, I will say, I, I don't believe obviously in shoulds and all this kind of jazz because it's so easy to kind of do that to another person. Yeah. Um, but uh, I would just say, objectively speaking, I think you would have a lot, lot to offer as an actor if that ever interested well, you. Yeah. You know, for sure. I actually would love that, but I have no uh, avenue towards representation. And I also think that representation comes at a cost oftentimes. So I'm sure. Not self-produce until I get the right person asking to represent me and have a conversation because that makes sense well writing your creating your own stuff is always a great way of making that yeah. happen yeah. I want to be found organically or through yeah. friends like that doesn't mean I don't ask for help like I have asked people how do you get representation you know because mm -hmm. I love it for like acting and modeling to be honest with you like there's no reason to not be doing those things like people often think that I must do them they assume I do right. I'm like, right. oh, uh, I have to work. I have a job. I can't right. try to be an actor and a model. It's so impossible. Who, who has right. to be an actor and a model? I'm not rich. And, I, <laughs> I, I, and I'm so afraid of like lacking stability that I would never even risk, risk that. Wow. So honest what you just said. Jesus, like, wow. Well, there's a reason to comedy, and I basically saw, I was like, okay, well, I can do this path that I don't like, that I see a lot of people doing. I don't know what I am yet. I have to get a good job. Wow. Because I, 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 I totally understand. I think obviously anyone listening or watching when this goes public would relate to uh, yeah. you know, wanting stability. But, 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 but I, I have to say, um, the moments in my life uh, where I've kind of had the balls with a bit of guidance, I have to admit, people have guided me to say, all right, mm -hmm. I, got, I ain't got nothing, I got nothing to lose, to paraphrase Bob Dylan. Um, you know, but it's like what you were saying about the apartment, like um, if we could live in that space a bit more regularly, then maybe great shit could happen. So if we could kind of say, fuck you to the, wanting stability might be a good thing, you know? Well, that's what I mean. Not, not easy, not easy though, not easy. No, but I have to say, like the longer I worked as an engineer, the better I became as a comedian. Uh, on Interesting. Because first of all, my, my base personality is chaotic. <laughs> I see, I see, yes. It's chaotic, so engineering in terms of like uh, changing personality traits, um, it helps you be organized. Right. Like basically may seem like I live chaotically, right? But it, it is not. It's very calculated. I'm very risky. I hear you. Yeah, uh, I hear you. Wow, that's very interesting. It might look like that, but that's not what it is, you idiots. That's the whole problem with like representation. It's like it's not the only thing. Uh, right. It's like, so anyway, it helped me be more organized and financially secure. And when I'm more financially secure, I can take all that confidence and uh, safety into taking risks creatively. 
Makes sense. Well, I completely support that. Absolutely. It's like, no, the goal is not to be a female engineer for me, you know, and it's not, um, you know, I am a female engineer. That's not like where I'm going to tap out and like stop living my life. Wow. Sarah, those two Ah. lines are so, those those two lines are so funny. Uh, But the female engineer, this is just a a snippet of what I do in my class. of you I, I take what is not not what what is not funny and make it hilarious just those kind of statements um oh, really? but yes yeah but like and i'm not i'm not saying i'm laughing at them i'm just saying that they're beautiful and kind of like i know uh, I, i'm right yes yeah i'm a female engineer why are you so dark where does your dark humor come from i'm like what do you mean by dark humor i like almost don't even notice it exactly it's just funny yes it's just life, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, wow. you know, that's why a lot of comedic people go to drama after they do comedy. And sure. I'm starting now to like movies. <laughs> I used to hate movies. What do you mean sit still for an hour and a half? I don't, <laughs> why would I do that? You know? Wait, you, you know what I find hilarious? Like, because um, when I started teaching five years ago, So that's the end of part two. Uh, Hope you catch part three tomorrow.